Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Today we are speaking with Laura. She's a youth pastor, wife, soccer player, skater, and all-round cool chick. So Laura, big welcome to HDD. Thanks for having me, Sarah. It's awesome to be here. To help us get to know you a bit better, what are three go-to essentials that you have been loving lately? I live in Palm Beach at the moment, so love getting up, going for a walk along there, grabbing a coffee. And at the moment, I'm obsessed with How I Met Your Mother on Netflix. Is that yes, three? That's two. Okay. Oh, coffee. Where do you get coffee Coffee. From? It's like the Bam Bam Bakehouse coffee. Yes. Yeah, little little shop next to Talabudra Creek. It's awesome. Laura, can you tell us a bit about your journey so far? My journey? Well, look, I grew up in Brisbane, was really blessed to go to a Christian school my whole life, year one to year 12. I moved to the Gold Coast after I finished school. You know, definitely had made a decision for Jesus when I was about 13, but was your classic lukewarm Christian. And it wasn't until I moved to the Gold Coast that quite a lot of stuff happened with my family. My parents divorced, both my brothers kind of went off the rails a little bit. And so I kind of had the option to go one way or another. And I started going to a church on the Gold Coast and made the decision to go all in for Jesus. Studied sports management and then pretty much did a 180 degree and God messed up my life as he does and and now running a youth ministry. So I love young people and yeah, that's pretty much a a summary of what what I do now. Can you hear Max looking? Can we? Yeah, that's right there. <laughs> it's not you looking. Do you, want, do you want me to do it? <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. Max, stop. Max, nah, stop. Come on, calm stop. down, mate. Okay. You're right. <laughs> what topic are you going to share with us today? I'm going to be talking about how we need to run our race. Why do you think running our race is such an important topic in today's society? I think it's a huge one. Obviously, comparison is everywhere nowadays. Social media is huge. Just from experience in the past couple of seasons I've been through, if you're looking at what other people are doing, it can literally rob your joy, rob your calling. And so I think when you're obsessed with what everyone else thinks, it's actually the quickest way to forget what God thinks. But on the flip side, when you're obsessed with what God thinks about you it's the quickest way to forget what everyone thinks and so it's so important that we all run our own race and that we don't let other things in the world define our worth whether it be friends family what we see on social media if I say that I'm a follower of Jesus and my answer to what defines my worth is anything besides Jesus then I'm always going to be running and I'm never going to win I'm always going to be dissatisfied so I think that's why it's so important that we run our own race and that Jesus is the one who defines our worth. Laura, what's your experience with running your race? I stepped into ministry about a year and a half ago. Never, ever, ever did I imagine that I would be in ministry. Like I said, I studied sports management. I was working for the Gold Coast Suns, very much in the corporate industry. And jumping into ministry, it revealed like a lot of insecurities about my own life. And I started to look at what other pastors were doing, what other ministries were doing, what other churches were doing. And it's still a daily decision 
now that I have to make to to run my own race and like I said it can rob your joy and so to run your own race you can't do what everyone else is doing because there's no one else like you in the world Mm. my experience with the topic is still an everyday thing and I think it's just so easy as Christians to get caught up in this world of comparing ourselves and thinking we're, we're more important than someone else and yeah that's a summary of, of what I've been through with running your race so it's something that's been speaking to me a lot lately as we're running our race where do we kind of fit God into all this what's his perspective on where he wants to be in our race so I think when we're running our, our race our natural sinful nature our sinful flesh tells us that we actually want to be important like deep down Everyone wants to be important. That's our sinful nature. But the thing that God is revealing to me on this whole topic is that he actually didn't call me. He didn't call you to be important. He actually calls us to be faithful. When you're faithful, you do important things for God. And so, you know, we know in in Hebrews 12 verse 1, it talks about how we need to strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that that trips us up. And that sin is is that fact that deep down we want to be important, but God calls us to run with endurance that the race that God set before us. And when we're faithful and when we run with endurance, then we can't help but do important things for God. You just can't faithfully follow Jesus if you're always looking over your shoulder at someone else, it's just going to be impossible. The Bible reveals so much about this topic, about running your own race. So I think overall, God wants us to focus on our own race and to be faithful first, not important, to not give in to our sinful flesh, because when we're faithful, we will do important things for him. Were there any Bible verses or stories that inspired you during this time of you discovering your own race? Yeah, there's a key scripture for me that God spoke to me at the end of uh, 2016 in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 24 to 27. And it just talks about how everyone's called to run a race, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. And it talks about how we need to be disciplined in our training, that athletes, they they do it to win a prize that's going to fade away. But ultimately as Christians, we do it for an eternal prize. Because it's an eternal prize, we need to run with purpose in every step and discipline our bodies like an athlete. That scripture speaks to me in a number of different ways. Ultimately, it's saying to me that we're not running for a trophy and that links back to our sinful flesh before. We're not running it to be important. We're not running it to impress other people. We're not running it to get over 100 likes on our Instagram or have hundreds of views on our Instagram stories. We're not doing it for that. We're doing it for an eternal prize and for people to come to know Jesus. And so that scripture for me has been like my mandate for the year it's uh, it's been the vision that I've held really closely to my heart so it, it definitely speaks to me a lot about running your race so Laura it's really hard these days when you were talking about Instagram and everything how do we make sure we are focused on God like every day you wake up how do you make sure you're focused on your path and not on the comparison path Ultimately, when you open up your phone and you scroll through your newsfeed, at the forefront of your mind, you need to remember that it's the highlights that you're seeing of people. And I think we probably don't talk about that enough, but we all want to be important. So we're all going to post the best photo, the best filter. We just need to recognize that and recognize that social media, it's not evil. We can use it for good, but we just need to use it for the right things. And when we're viewing it, don't be consumed by the fact that it looks like someone else has a better life because they probably do have a better life on Instagram, but 
you never know what's going on behind the scenes and everyone is going through their own things and you have to focus on your own race like you can't be looking behind you just can't it will eat you up it will ruin you and I say that from personal experience because God can give you a dream and give you a passion but if you're looking at what other people are doing and how they're living their life then that's going to distract you from your vision from your goals from your dreams that God has placed in your heart so you have to focus on God first and foremost shrug that social media stuff off I think sometimes Mm -hmm. you just gotta have a laugh about it and recognize it what are practical steps we could take to make sure we're focused on God first and foremost common sense just a huge one is how much are you spending on social media how much time are you spending it's a huge one you know I, I still look at myself and I'm like Laura why are you looking at social media more than you're reading your bible today Mm. you know but I think you know like I said social media isn't a bad thing it can be used for good but when you're letting it consume you and it's actually running it can almost run your your race it could take over Mm. that then that's when the issue comes into play because you can have a healthy balance of valuing the word of God reading the word of God and also viewing social media because there's so many great accounts and her daily drive Instagram there's so many other Instagram accounts and social media accounts that actually are encouraging and, Mm. and do provide truth and hope and we just can't get consumed with you know what our friends are posting and you know what other churches are doing and compare ourselves to those things before we finish today do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners there's more access to see what everyone else is doing. It is harder to not compare yourselves and to run your own race. But at the end of the day, we know that in the Bible, it says that God knows that the number of hairs on our head, you know, he's knitted us in our mother's womb. He knew us before anything. And so there is no one else in the world like you. Out of the 7 billion, 8 billion people on this planet, there's no one else like you. Therefore, there's no one else that can run the race like you have to run you actually have your own race to run and no one can run it for you and it's gonna look different to every single other person and so common sense tells you that you actually can't compare it because there's no one else like you so I would say run your own race and if you do struggle with it then I would say get someone in your world who you can be open with and honest with and vulnerable because we're not called to do this journey alone. Laura, thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to not compare ourselves, but to actually run our own race in our own lane. So thanks. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye.